It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's to Your Health provides valuable information from Dr. Kevin Sherritt for the betterment of our personal and community health. Brought to you by the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital. Here's Roy Hatfield. It's time once again for Here's to Your Health, a joint production of Real Roots Radio and our friend Dr. Kevin Sherritt at the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital, accepting patients in Jamestown, Yellow Springs, and Cedarville, as we're joined today by Dr. Kevin Sherritt. Uh, doctor, thanks as always for uh, making a few minutes to chat with us today. How are you, sir? Hey, I've never been better, Roy. How are you? Doing well and uh, trying to make it through these strange days in which we live uh, when we're uh, tasked with the coronavirus and, and really uh, tasked with uh, trying to uh, to live during a pandemic. Uh, we talked about it a little bit uh, last week. It's, it is time to try to get back to some sort of semblance of normal, but it really is difficult, isn't it? Oh, it is, Roy. And I'll tell you, you know, we've talked the last few weeks about the coronavirus and there's a lot more to talk about you know we haven't really scratched the surface yet and it, it evolves every week and you know there's new information and adjustments that need to be made you know last week we talked about you know the breakthrough with dexamethasone and there'll be other breakthroughs that are coming but you know there's one thing it's kind of been constant to, with me that i've noticed taking care of patients uh throughout this and it seems to be um you know, maybe getting a little more prevalent as, as we go, and that's some of the, the mental health aspects of this illness. No doubt about that, because you think about it, and, and we talked about trying to get back to normal and, and some sort of normal semblance of life, but it, it's difficult to do because there's so much uncertainty out there. And then you start thinking about, you know, am I going to, if I go out to eat, am I going to catch this from somebody? Uh, there are so many people who don't know they have it, and by the time they realize it, it's too late, and then you have to worry about, have I infected this person? Have I infected that person? And something else, you know, that we're just seeing about coming out this week is that in these states where cases are rising, it's not elderly patients. It's younger patients who are able to, to handle this better. But the big concern is them passing it on to older patients who can handle it as well. So, you know, really mentally that can build up on you. And, you know, if you're not, if you don't have an outlet for this, it can really pile up. Absolutely. And, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of when this began in the beginning, it was, you know, the parameters were pretty well established and it was pretty clear cut. And as we go uh, and those, uh, those hard stops are being removed, it's creating uncertainty. And, you know, I don't care what condition you're battling, whether it's a, a medical illness or financial stress or job related or whatever, there's nothing worse than uncertainty. And so that's what people are dealing with right now, you know, in terms of not knowing exactly how they should proceed or exactly what they should do. And, and you're right, the numbers that we're seeing going up, young people, you know, let's face it, it's, it's summer, it's beautiful, and uh, people want to get out and they want to enjoy life and then enjoy their activities and things. And young people more so are, are out and interacting more than, you know, some of the older population. And uh, we are seeing uh, young people coming down with the illness. Fortunately, as you said, most of them are handling it okay, but it's creating a difficult situation for others that are uncertain about uh, their risk and, you know, how they might uh, handle the virus. And frankly, they don't know what to do. And it's, uh, it's troubling. It's troubling to people. And it's, 
we're seeing uh, quite a bit of anxiety and depression and sleeplessness and, um, you know, that, that people are responding to this uncertainty in this way. So it's, uh, it's a difficult time for many of us. You know, I heard uh, Governor DeWine when he talked about opening up the, uh, the economy saying that basically we have to thread the needle. And, and in our conversation, you probably have people on one side who think it's fake. Uh, who don't think a thing about it and just go on about their daily lives. Then you have people on the other side who are probably scared of their own shadow because, like you talked about, the uncertainty and, you know, trying to find that middle ground with all the uncertainty that we have. It can really be different, and it just adds more stress. If you don't have an outlet, you know, it just builds and builds and builds. And, you know, we already have enough worries day to day as it is, and now we've got another big one piled right on top of us. Absolutely. And, you know, the, you're exactly right. I see people that, uh, you know, are just absolutely convinced that this is a hoax and there's nothing to it and it's propaganda. Um, you know, and then I, you know, to the other extreme, uh, I see people that are absolutely convinced that this is, you know, Armageddon and we're not going to survive it. Both of those extreme views are not correct. It, it is not a hoax. Uh, it is real. It is contagious. Uh, fortunately, the majority of the people who contract this virus are going to be, you know, do just fine. But the minority, there is a minority out there that this can be devastating, and, and it's difficult to predict. You know, your first sense is it's the older uh, patients with medical issues, but that's not always the case. We have young people. Some of the most extreme cases we see have been in younger individuals. So um, it's, it's kind of like a lightning strike. You, you don't know who's going to get hit, but for the most part, if you get hit, it's, it's not going to be good. So, you know, my advice to people is is to, you know, take it seriously, um, evaluate your risk, do not take unnecessary chances, and do what you can, but yet, you know, live life, move forward. Uh, when you've taken the necessary precautions, uh, you know, uh, let it go and uh, enjoy the life that we've been blessed with and that we've been given. And as long as you're responsible, and the things we're talking about doing are basic things, you know, the hand washing, wearing masks. Um, social distancing, and not, nothing is 100%, but those things don't really cost anything and they don't hurt anybody. And so those are the things that, that you know, being responsible we should do. Um, you know, you mentioned the governor, and he had asked me to do a little um, uh, public service announcement that, that some people may be seeing. It's going to be rolling out here, I think, this week uh, about wearing masks. And masks are very polarizing, and I'll be honest, I don't like them. Um, it it tickles my nose and it, and it sometimes, you know, makes it difficult to breathe and, Mm -hmm. and I don't particularly like them, but you know, on the balance, the mass does offer a small degree of protection and any protection at this point is, is worth it. And especially, you know, when you're trying to be responsible for others around you. Dr. Kevin Sherrod, our guest on Real Roots Radio, talking about the uh, coronavirus pandemic and more of the uh, mental uh, fatigue that it may be causing. Uh, Doc, I know uh, that you've seen some of your patients. Uh, I, I assume that uh, some have uh, talked about depression. Uh, some have talked about the weight that this has placed on them with some of the uh, aspects that we've just uh, spoken on. Uh, what is some advice that you're giving your patients uh, when it comes to dealing with this? Well, first of all, you know, we're telling them that this is this is going to eventually play itself out. We're either going to have herd immunity or we're going to have uh, immunity from a vaccine. And no, you know, no matter what the, the situation is now, it's going to change. And it, and, it, and it is changing for the better. We're better off than we were a few months ago. And a few months from now, hopefully we'll be even better. That's the first thing. Secondly, 
the recognition of the problem is 90% of the solution. So if, if someone is experiencing anxiety or depression uh, and uh, the symptoms that go along with that, recognizing that and calling it out for what it is is important. And then developing a plan, you know, coping with it, um, reaching out, interacting with others, whether it's uh, medical professionals or family or friends, uh, doing it responsibly, but reaching out and not be isolated. You know, it's so easy for so many of us just to, uh, you know, with, withdraw within ourselves, withdraw within our homes and, and not reach out. So even though there are, you know, limitations in what we can do, we still need to reach out to each other and realize this is a team sport, not an individual sport. And so, you know, reaching out, making contact, um, if it is affecting, you know, your life, people ask, well, when, when do I need help? Well, you need help when it uh, adversely affects your daily activities and it's interfering with your sleep. When that happens, that's time you need to talk to somebody and talk to a professional, talk to your family doctor, um, and see what they recommend. There uh, are more, you know, coping strategies, strategies than what I just mentioned that you can do without medicine. And then certainly there are medications that are safe. Uh, they're not habit-forming. They don't cause uh, sleepiness that temporarily can help raise serotonin levels and, and help you overcome this if that's necessary. The majority of the patients do not need uh, medical treatment. They can overcome this with just some basic common sense that starts with reaching out to others around you and sharing your situation and circumstances. And Doc, I'm also curious, have you encountered patients who, who maybe just now are coming to see you uh, who have been so concerned about this coronavirus that they've put off, you know, medical visits that they really do need? We've heard about, uh, you know, emergency room visits actually being down because folks aren't going to get things taken care of because they're so afraid of catching this. Absolutely. You know, we, we are still interacting over the telephone and utilizing telehealth visits, and that's something that... Uh, you know, I want people to realize that if you have a phone, you can connect, and you can either connect visually if you have a smartphone through uh, a telehealth medium, or you can connect over the telephone with your your uh, medical professional. But yeah, absolutely, we have had patients that have not come in for that reason, and uh, still have patients that uh, have not come out. And uh, you know, we reassure them and engage with them, and it. If we feel it's safe for them to come out, we've encouraged them to do that, and we've helped them get into the office. Uh, all the offices that I know of in the area are, uh, you know, minimizing any kind of interaction. Many of the offices, you, you know, you can kind of sit in the car in the parking lot and then come right back into the room. We're minimizing the, the waiting room as much as possible, and we're doing everything that we can to protect people and come into a safe environment. So, you know, at this point, the, the medical facilities that I know of are safe, uh, as safe as they can be for patients to come in, and we're encouraging patients to come in. We're still doing telehealth visits, and that's certainly an option and a viable option, and uh, all of our networks in the region are doing those now. So if you are suffering from any you know, physical, uh, mental, emotional, uh, any of those issues, you know, I would encourage you to reach out. Reach out and give us a call. Uh, give your primary care provider a call. And uh, there's a solution to the problem, I, I guarantee it. Dr. Kevin shared our guest on Real Roots Radio. And, Doc, you know, I've told this story on the air before, something that I have struggled with, which, you know, before this pandemic, I didn't worry about anything when it came to health. Now, obviously, I probably should watch my weight a lot more, but that's another story for another time. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as far as flu shots, things like that, never gave it a second thought. 
Now I've kind of went to the other end of the spectrum thinking about it too much because I read so much coronavirus stuff knowing that it's not good for me. It's not going to help my mental state at all. Matter of fact, while you were sitting there talking, I, I saw something about uh, increase in new cases and uh, the r not number going up to 1.14 epidemic doubling time of 52 days suggesting spread is accelerated. You know, it, it's not good for you. It, it's something, you know, that I wish I could do a better job of. Maybe not look and focus so much on the coronavirus and all the news that's coming out because nine out of ten times, it's not good news. That's right. That's right. I mean, the uh, the numbers, we're going to see the numbers going up. There's no question about it. The more testing, and the testing is getting easier. We've not talked about testing much today, but it is easier and easier to get tests now. There's several places you can just walk in and get a test and get a result within 15 minutes, and that's going to just become more prevalent the more uh, uh, accessible the test is, more people are going to get tested, and the more numbers we're going to see. So we're expecting these numbers to go up. Uh, fortunately, you know, and I haven't seen the numbers today, but uh, fortunately the hospitalization numbers have not been rising at the same rate as overall cases, and certainly the deaths have not been accelerating at the same level. So that's reassuring. Um, but um, yeah, the best way to approach this is just take care of yourself. You know, proper diet, proper exercise, proper rest, proper emotional health care, and then, you know, eliminate what risk you have. We're going to be coming into uh, flu vaccine time. The flu vaccine probably will become available uh, sometime in August, the new vaccine, and, and we'll hear people talking about that a lot. And just do everything you can do to keep yourself healthy. Uh, is going to put you in the best position to succeed in, in this pandemic. Dr. Kevin Sherrod, our guest on Real Roots Radio. Now, uh, Doc, uh, we like we said, we haven't talked a whole lot about testing and infection. Uh, I know Dr. Fauci has talked about this. I wanted to get your opinion. Are you concerned about the level of infection that we are taking into the fall season when we're going to also have the flu going around? And then, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the second wave last week. Uh, you, you listen to the experts. They seem to think we're not quite through with the first wave. Is that something that concerns you moving forward? Well, you know, you can always look at the glass as being half full or half empty, and it depends on your, your approach on this. Ideally, we would have liked to have seen the numbers just, you know, evaporate over the month of June and July and through the summer months and be able to say, hey, this first wave is over, and we would feel like that we've been in a better position than going into the fall and winter uh, and, you know, then speculating about a second wave. The reality is is that this wave, a first wave has not went away. Now, you know, the negative of that is is that you can argue that the viral load is still at a level that it does not put us in a good position going into the flu season. The other argument you could make is is that, you know, people doing what they're doing has flattened the curve and has flattened the curve to the extent that, it, you know, we just had a steady, slow stream of infections rather than that, that uh, you know, initial spike that we right. were so afraid of, you know, that... Right. The fear in the beginning was we were going to overwhelm our healthcare system, and that did not happen. So I guess I'm more on the optimistic side. I I, I want to go on the on the aspect that we flatten the curves to the extent that 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 curve is still you know slowly uh, going along, even though the numbers are going up. You know, when you look at the total numbers for the country, they're kind of you know daunting. But yet, when you realize a population of 333 million people, right, it's still a relatively small number. So I guess you know. It's, at this point, I'm going to say, you know, and I'm not disputing Dr. Fauci, but it's still speculation at this point, and 
uh, no one really knows what we're in for in the months ahead. Dr. Kevin Sherrod is our guest on Real Roots Radio. We can promise we'll chat with him in the months ahead every Tuesday at 9.30. Doc, as always, really appreciate your time. I know you're very busy over at the uh, Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital, but we appreciate the time, and we're looking forward to our next conversation next Tuesday. Sounds great, Roy. Have a great week. You too, sir. Digging deep to deliver the best in real country music. This is Real Roots Radio.